All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. A live, in-person edition of Let's Daily Face-Off live in Edmonton for the Heritage Classic. The show, as always, is brought to you by our friends at Botano. You can find the Botano.ca, whether maybe you want to get in on a little Heritage Classic action this week and a money line wager. Maybe if Connor McDavid's in the line of a Connor McDavid anytime goal, Botano's got you hooked up with all the odds you need for the big outdoor game, 19+. plus, Please play responsibly. I'm Tyler Remchuk. He's our NHL insider, Frank Saravalli, braving the cold up in E-Town. And the snow. It's yeah. October. What's going on here? But it is going to be kind of nice. I feel like that's good weather for it's an outdoor game, weather. right? It's good hockey weather. I mean, when you when you play the game in South Florida eventually, mm-hmm. it's not going to feel the same. No. So, um, although Mexico City, it's just not. I wouldn't complain about being in South Florida right now either. But anyways, yeah. anyways, besides the point, a lot to get to today on the show, a Friday edition. We'll have our Crown Royal generous guy in a little bit. Rob Rossi's going to swing by to talk a little Penguins. But first... Let's throw two minutes and 30 seconds up and start with Heritage Misery. Frank, Edmonton and Calgary set to do battle on Sunday outdoors, and these two teams have combined for eight points so far this season. Well, what those odds have been on Botano, we'd get to the Heritage Classic in late October, and the Cup or Bust Oilers and the Calgary Flames, the underdog, were rejuvenated. Going back to the playoffs. We were there. We saw yeah. the vibes were ridiculous. In, in Calgary in training camp, eight points between the two of them. Guess what? The one thread that ties both of these two teams together to start this year, if you watched either game on Thursday night, you'd know that it's work ethic. Mm-hmm. Where's the compete? Where is Where are the battles being won for the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames? And you can talk about a lot of different facets of both of these teams that – 
you know, may come back to haunt them, the Oilers and their goaltending or the Calgary Flames and what's a really clear chemistry issue when you listen to Nikita Zadorov. Mm-hmm. But neither one of those things really excuse showing up and not working, not having the effort. And that should be the bare minimum, the baseline. Look at some of these teams that have stunned to, to start the year, and we'll get to them in a minute. But the Flyers, they're they're not they're short on talent. They're out working everyone to start this year, and maybe over an 82 game stretch in a season that will shift. The Oilers are a good team. I think the Flames are better than the collection of individuals that they've played as. But man, what a way to enter a Heritage Classic! Yeah, in an odd way, it actually kind of adds some intrigue to it because. Both of these teams should be absolutely <laughs> desperate for two points to come out on the other end of it. Oh, there, there's pressure on this game. This isn't going to be a, you know, go out, wave to the kids up in the crowd. Ah, it's just great to be out here. What a cool experience. Like, these two sides need a win. It would not surprise me in the slightest if we ended up getting even some... A legit Battle of Alberta game. Like, yeah, some fireworks. I know Jimmy made the uh, made the joke in, our, joke in our Facebook. You know, it's the toilet bowl this Sunday between the Oilers and Flames, and I get it, but... These two, I think it's actually going to be a really good hockey game because of their struggles. Um, obviously, I do an Oilers show every day. I keep tabs on what's going on with our friends down in Calgary with Barnburner. It's weird, though, when you look and we had the comparison. I mean, the Flames have more points than the Oilers, but it feels like that fan base is almost more pissed. Well, I think they're more bothered because what you're seeing this year in Calgary is an extension of what last year was. Yeah. Instead of this being game seven, maybe it more felt like for Calgary Flames fans, game 89 from Mm -hmm. last year, that the same things that they did the last year, they're doing this year. The Oilers finished 14-0-1 last year. Cup or bust, cup or bust. This just feels like something that they're going to snap out of, but neither one of these markets tolerates teams that don't show up to work. Yeah, and I think that's a big reason why you saw the Oilers get booed off the ice both last teams, night. Yeah, both teams. Both in their teams last in games. Alberta booed off the ice in their home arenas leading into the Heritage Classic. Sunday's big game should be a good one. We'll be covering it at OilersNation.com, FlamesNation.ca, and DailyFaceOff.com. Let's stay in the Pacific Division, Frank, for our next topic. Uh, yesterday, when uh, Matt Larkin was on the show, I asked him, I said, are we going to have, either, like, what's going to come first? all the undefeated teams have lost or the Sharks finally get a win. And we both kind of looked at the Sharks and we were like, it's actually hard to like look at their schedule and be like, God, there's a spot where they should get two points. They are very, 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 very bad, Frank. They're being outshot every 60 minutes at five on five, 34 to 23.9. That's that terrible. Bad? Not that ideal. That, yeah. yeah I mean, you don't want that. That's tough. And then you see <sighs> Thursday night lose to Tampa six, nothing. It's, you know, there's tanking and then there's just really Mm -hmm. bad teams. And the crazy part about the Sharks is they actually still have some really high-priced players that are filling out their cap and also for the next while. Logan Couture has been hurt to start the year, but Tomas Hurdle, Mark Edward Vlasic on the back end, like these guys, it feels like the whole sort of group has collapsed. And... I think the Sharks have a chance to be historically bad. Like, can they get to 20 wins this year? 
And, Can and they? I mean, it's a, it's a legitimate question at this point. That is, uh, that is going to be, that was going to be my next question. Like if I set the over under at 20.5 wins, I look at it and I go, they're also playing in maybe what's going to be the toughest, tightest division in hockey. The division. They're the so, only sort of patsy. Yeah. Like you look at even Anaheim the is, cupcakes. is looking like they've taken a bit of a step forward this year. They look like they're at least going to be a tough out on most nights. And you certainly don't get that vibe with the sharks. Well, they're just going to work in Anaheim. Greg yeah. Cronin. Gotta work for him. That's mm-hmm. he's a hard edged guy, a hard line coach. Um I don't I just I thought the Sharks might be a little bit better this year than the Ducks just because they added some vets, added a Jan Ruda, you know, added an Anthony Duclair. And I'm thinking, what first off, I've asked the question, what's the cohesive plan here? Where are you going? How are you dismantling it? Mm-hmm. They've got to dismantle a group cap-wise that already now is at the bottom. How do you do that? I mean, like, someone like Vlasic, you're just waiting for that thing to run out. You're not moving it. But, like, Logan Couture, like, can you keep half of it and find a new home for him? At some point, the question is going to be, when does he go in there? When does Tomas Hurdle go in there and ask Mike Greer, Mm -hmm. hey, we we got to do something about this. You can't keep playing in this situation yeah tomas hurdle a guy who committed to that organization on a long-term deal he must be sitting there one year before they trade away timo meyer who was in the same exact position they i said it then that the sharks weren't good they already had three to four seasons under their belt of being in the lottery range why would you re-sign for eight years knowing that you could have gotten the same money at least elsewhere and been in a better situation yeah, it's, it, it's a puzzling one. Uh, let's move along to the big news we got yesterday, Frank. And the theme when Matt Larkin and I broke down the Shane Pinto 41-game suspension, we both kind of said, like, a lot of questions, not a lot of answers. Everything seemed very vague. We didn't have a ton of details. Um, and as the day went on, I was hoping to maybe get some clarity on a few things. You know, was there going to be an appeal? We now know there isn't. Was Shane Pinto betting on NHL games? When does the suspension kick in? Things like that. It's weird how vague the NHL has been about this whole thing. Cause like, we still don't know. It's they say they have no evidence. Shane Pinto's gambled on NHL games. So then my question is, why did he get 41 games? It's a great question. And it's a fair question to ask based on the lack of transparency from the NHL. And so here's what I know. And some of it you, you could have read yesterday on dailyfaceoff.com and on Twitter, as we put some of this information out there, but The NHL routinely works with its betting partners and an integrity services firm, Sport Radar, that does a lot of this work for them, where they're sweeping databases of of gambling accounts and activity. And what they do is they take all of the rosters and they take the player's name and also their legal name and they run it through for potential matches on accounts. And I don't know how or why this ended up being flagged. I don't know any of the details, but sources say the investigation for the NHL started where they found some kind of connection to Shane Pinto with a third party or what in the industry you'd call a proxy better. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was a friend, brother, cousin, uncle, grandmother, whoever it might be, there's some kind of connection that then had activity on it that raised red flags with the NHL. So can the NHL statement, we have no evidence that Shane Pinto bet on NHL games be true? Yes, because 
you wouldn't have evidence that specifically Shane Pinto was betting on hockey. But I think the logical assumption that if there were red flags and we know that NHL players are per- permitted to bet on the NBA and, N- and NFL and other mm-hmm. sporting activity, that this account, however it's connected to Shane Pinto, had some sort of NHL betting activity on it that then necessitated this punishment. Interesting stuff. We'll have a little bit more on Chain Pinto later in the show, but it's Friday, Frank, and nothing says Friday like a nice crisp glass of Crown Royal. It's our Friday segment, the generous guy of the week, and it's brought to you by Crown Royal. Generosity lives in the small things. Crown Royal, crown everything. Frank, you're on the clock. Who's your generous guy of the week? So Ken Hitchcock was living generously with the Dallas Stars this week. He was inducted into their Hall of Fame And he's actually in a few weeks going into the Hockey Hall of Fame. And I wanted to run this clip for you from his speech because we're typically so hard on coaches. Listen to what he says. Very, I was a very demanding driven coach and I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud that I was that. And the reason I was, I would, I drove and I demanded was I really believed. I really believed that anything we could do, we could do specially together. And I really believed in my players. One of the things as you get older as a coach, you start to reflect on your career. And one of the things for me that I never, I missed out on was not saying thank you enough. And I'm here to do that today. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your sacrifice and your commitment towards the team and myself in general, but more important to what you've committed to winning. And I know it was hard. And I know it's gonna be hard working with a guy like Pete because Pete's demanding also. But we're here for your best interest. And we're here for the best interest of the team. And one thing we never get to say is how much we love you. And that's the truth. Look, NHL coaches can be hard asses. We know it. Ken Hitchcock had a reputation of that. We know that he butted heads with guys like Brett Hull and some others that came through the Dallas Stars organization. They won the Stanley Cup in 1999. But I think it's always important to take a step back and appreciate that for the most part, They all have a common goal, but they also, the thread that ties everyone together is they care. Mm -hmm. And so as we've hammered a bunch of coaches here publicly for treatment of players, Mike Babcock, go through the list of others that have been through the ringer. Not all are bad is a good reminder. Mm -hmm. And two, there really is a deep down, sometimes you're hardest on the people that you know you can get the most from. And I just... I think it's an important reminder as he goes into the to the Dallas Stars Hall of Fame to say thank you. He was able to step back and say, I know I was difficult at times to play for. I know I'm sure at times I'm difficult to work with, Tyler. But I care. I care about you. And yeah. it's important to let everyone know. <sighs> Feels like we just had such a nice bonding moment. Would have been nice. Little classic Crown Royal here. We could have done it. Cheers. Uh, There you go. Our generous guy of the week brought to you by Crown Royal. Generosity lives in the small things. Exactly. Telling you I care. There you go. Crown Royal. Crown everything. It doesn't take a million dollar donation or name on a hospital wing. This. This is where generosity lives. There you go. Let's move along to our big segment today. It is brought to you by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code 
Nation 25. Rob Rossi joins the show. He covers everything Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Rob, welcome back to Daily Faceoff Live. And listen, all eyes on the Pittsburgh Penguins early this year because everyone wanted to know how this Eric Carlson experiment was going to work out. What have been your early thoughts on how Carlson's fit into the Penguins lineup? Well, thank you for having me, first of all. And um, I think the uh, the results have been mixed, not because Carlson's played poorly. Carlson's been um, very good. In fact, better defensively than I expected. But, you know, a lot of talk with Pittsburgh was how would the power play work? And it hasn't. It hasn't worked at all. Um, I think Carlson's been doing everything he can at even strength. I mean, he had a, uh, he had a game in, excuse me, he had a game in, Detroit, where he was the best player on the ice by a mile. Penguins lost that game. Um, there's been a couple games this year. One of their wins was in Washington, and he did the same thing. Um, power play hasn't worked. Power play only has 18 chances on the season. They're not drawing penalties. I think that's that's hurt them a lot because they need repetitions against other teams, and they haven't had that yet. I also think that one thing that might be going on in Pittsburgh when it relates to Carlson is – He's fit in very well, but specifically on the power play, the sense I get is Crosby and Malkin are kind of waiting for him to take charge, but they haven't necessarily expressed that. And he's sort of a little bit uh, um, deferential to them because of all that they've done and what they've won in Pittsburgh. So um, I think that will clear up as they get more opportunities, but they're not able to play the way they used to to draw a lot of penalties either. Rob, you've spent so much time around this team, almost two decades. You've almost been there as long as Crosby, Malkin, and Latang have been together. Given the way longer, been there longer. Malkin and Crosby healthy for almost the entire year last year for the first time in five years. Malkin off to a great start this year for the first couple games. On a one to ten scale for all the things that sort of, you know went right last year and didn't make the playoffs and then off to a bit of a struggle this year, one to 10 scale. What's your level of concern for this team? Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just nine 99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market. Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'd put it no greater than a five. If I were to go six, I would only because the East is so deep. Um, I actually thought they played pretty well Monday against the was it Monday? Yeah. Uh, Tuesday against the stars at home. Stars are a really good team. Um, they forced Ottinger to be a world-class goalie in that game. And then they had a guy playing in his first game, John Ludwig, uh, get knocked out basically on an open ice hit. And, uh, I think that kind of stymied them, but they just, yeah, they just shut out one of the best teams in the league and dominated. Um, I expected the Penguins to start slow. Um, I, I, I think more highly of their roster than a lot of people do, but I expected a slow start because they have so many new guys and um, they're trying to sort of figure that out. Plus the guys that are their best players have a lot of mileage on them. And usually in the past few years here, Crosby, Malkin, Latang, they've, they've, they've needed a month to sort of feel like they're in the rhythm of a season. What's the status of the Penguins goalie situation? Alex Nedeljkovic goes down with injury. Tristan Jari has a significant injury history. Where do the Penguins goalie stand? Jari's, Jari's, I've talked to him several times about this. He says he hasn't felt this good in the NHL. I think the offseason of rest and a little bit of rehabilitative work on his back really, uh, really unlocked a lot of things for him physically. Um, I've had people in the organization tell me they've never seen him in better shape. Um, I'm not worried about him. Uh, they want to, they want to play him no more than 55 games, no more than 55 games. So, um, you know, Nijelkovic was, is going to play a lot when he comes back from the injury. But one of the things Kyle Dubas did was, uh, you know, he, he signed three quality goaltenders this summer and it's because he was guarding against an injury or performance situation. So I think they're covered now if they, you know, if they have an injury to him or Helberg, uh, that, that's going to put things in a different situation. But for right now, I, I think goaltending's not been an issue for Pittsburgh. And what about the bottom six? We know Kyle Dubas <laughs> went out and reinvented it. Has it been good enough to start the year? I think a lot of us in Pittsburgh, myself included, um, fell into the trap of thinking anything that Dubas did to the bottom six would be better than what the previous management regime had left. Um that's probably not true or fair. Uh, the truth is the previous regime left the Penguins with a lot of holes. And I think the Penguins took some flyers on some guys this year. Um, I think they've got more options in terms of veterans playing at the AHL level. One thing that Fenway Sports Group has really done is allowed Dubas to spend a lot of money on, on veteran guys that would clear waivers and be in the AHL for call-up situations. But, you know... Um, their third line since uh, Zahorna has come up playing with Eller and Drew O'Connor has been better, more noticeable. Eller got a goal last night against the Avalanche. But um, the fourth line is still a big problem. There's a big contract with Jeff Carter. He just, I thought Carts might have sort of like a little bit more to give than he did last year. I don't think it's that he's not giving it. I just, I'm not sure if he has it much anymore. And, uh, the third defensive pairings is, is a wreck too. So those are the, to me, those are the two real concerning areas for the Penguins. You can find his work over at The Athletic. You can find him on Twitter at real underscore Rob Rossi. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for stopping by, Rob. Absolutely. And as Frank knows, I owe you guys a lot. So thank you. 
was the all 32 delivered by our friends at DoorDash. Dash that for the win, Frank. Uh, let's move along to our daily face-off inbox question. Hashtag ask DFO. We got Buster in. He is a Predators fan. Thoughts on the Preds start of the year? Yes, three and four, but he says tough schedule. They're better than expected. Preds playoff team? I don't think so. Um, not to break your heart, but I looked at that game the other night against Vancouver as the Canucks were closing out their road, their long road trip, 13 days. And I was saying the way, like if you looked at the scoreboard, you'd say, ah, close game. But mm -hmm. if you watch the game, the Canucks really dominated that game. And for me, I think there's some limitations to the Preds. Um, I think they're a team that's, that's going to work. They're going to play hard, but I think there's a pretty significant talent gap between the Preds even, and then a team like the Canucks who based on last year, and then now the start of this year, you probably have them as a, a playoff team or a fringe playoff team, not a division leader. And mm -hmm. so to climb from that to that is a pretty big step. Not the only surprising team in the West either. Um, you could look around the whole league too, but I think Arizona has been a little better than expected. You go out East if you want to. Philly's a team that's been better than expected. There's been a few surprises. Yeah, and like look at the way these some of these impressive undefeated streaks have come to an end. Mm -hmm. The Ducks, for instance, beating... Ruins like there's been surprising stuff all over the yeah. place. It's the early season in the NHL, even in late season in the NHL, you never really know what to expect night after night. There's a reason why the Penguins didn't make the playoffs last year. It's because they lost to the Chicago Blackhawks on home ice in the last week of the season. You never know. Yeah, you really never know, which makes betting on this sport as difficult as it is. Uh, let's move on to our Botano Daily Bets. The game starts now at Botano.ca. Frank, I think I'm starting to warm up to the Buffalo Sabres because I think they're starting to heat up a little bit. But first, uh, there you go, Buffalo Sabres. They are dogs and big dogs. Significant, more than plus 160 just on the money line tonight against the Devils. I backed the Devils earlier this week. They let me down. I'm a little bit angry about that. But I really think the Buffalo Sabres are starting to play some good hockey, starting to heat up a little bit. And I just think this line is a little bit too big. Sabres are rested, haven't played as much in the last few days as the Devils. I think this is a really nice spot. Jack Hughes says, eh, not so fast. Another He's, four. Another I mean, four he scored point three game. points the other day and they and lost. Look, three points, four points. Every night he's yeah. having, he's putting some magic together. Hughes has been incredible to watch. I do think, I agree with you. I think this line is a little bit off, but. It's not like crazy off. Mm -hmm. uh, also, my player prop tonight, I'm going against my normal uh, my normal strategy, if you will. I usually like to find guys who are on a bit of a heater with the shot props and hope for it to keep going. I'm going the other way. Connor Bedard hasn't hit his shot prop in three games. I think this dude is obviously very talented, a little bit too talented to miss it for a fourth straight game. Because he's missed it in the last few, we've actually seen the line move into the plus money side of things. And I'm sitting here going, you know what? I think there's a better than 50% chance Connor Bedard's going to hit his shot prop. If you're giving me plus 115, I'm on it. A little plus money Friday, Connor Bedard, at least three and a half shots for the Hawks tonight. Love to see it. Plus 115. Why are all in the pluses today. Yeah, I am. I love, the way to be. Let's wrap up the show with a little bit of garbage time. It's brought to you by Wendy's and our Daily Faceoff Survivor game, which is going to be launching soon on dailyfaceoff.com. So while you sit and obsess over your fantasy team, you can also go to Wendy's and get the very real barbecue bacon cheeseburger. We got some dropped off at the office yesterday. They are exceptional. Here. I know, yeah. It was intentional. I bet, yeah. Keep my <laughs> I, you know what? I might be taking you up to Wendy's uh, for lunch. I get you one of the barbecue bacon Look, the fresh 
never frozen Canadian mm. beef is uh, I'm all about that Alberta beef. What do you got for garbage time? So look, we just were talking about Shane Pinto and the fact that there's been a real lack of transparency in terms of discussing his case and where things are. That also lends itself to a lack of transparency about what's gone on from the NHLPA side. As I reported yesterday, the NHLPA is not appealing this 41 game suspension. And they're saying that this was a negotiated process to get to this point. And I guess if you look at it from the Pinto perspective, maybe there are a couple wins here in that he's not currently signed. And the, the suspension begins with game one of the season, as opposed to then having to wait to sign this is a unique case. And there are certain facets of it that you might say from an NHLPA perspective, Hey, that might be a win. Here's the thing. I think it's really disappointing. And I think it's frankly surprising that the NHLPA is not appealing this suspension. One, because it would go to a neutral, impartial arbitrator who then could go through and clearly sort out the details of this case and say, yes, the NHL had merit or no, it didn't. And the other part of it is this is a precedent setter. 41 games, we've entered this brave new world of gambling, sports betting since 2018. It's legal in 35 U.S. states and across Canada and more are coming. Betting is so prevalent. It was on Shane Pinto's helmet last year as a member of the Ottawa Senators. And so it's not going anywhere. This is not going to be the first case. There are going to be other players that make mistakes and fall into bad spots. You need to have both a formal policy that, like the NFL that says exactly you do this, you get this number yeah. of games. You do this, you get suspended for the whole year. They need a clearly defined outline policy that shows what each punishment is. And more than that, the NHLPA had an opportunity here to help set the precedent, maybe knock it back a little bit. I don't know why you would take whatever the NHL is saying and accept it as gospel, which is kind of really what happens here when you don't appeal. Yeah, you mentioned it, a couple of uh, clear wins, but I think the biggest thing that's got to come from out of this is what you said at the end. No more flying by the seat of your pants. This needs to be as much as it's a wake-up call, I'm sure, for a lot of players around the league. Like, oh, damn, I am not. I can't mess around with this stuff because I might end up losing half of a season and half of a season's pay. should be a wake-up call from the league to, like, okay, if like this is the world now, this is the way it's going to work, we need to be way more prepared. Unfortunately, that's just not how the league sees it. They like the ability to sort of hand out justice however or as they see fit. It's that way with domestic abuse, Mm -hmm. sexual assault. And I think those things are different. And I understand you can't just have a policy in place that says, if you do this, you get this penalty for that because there's varying levels of severity when it comes to that. With gambling, it's clear. Sports betting, it's clear. All, you know... You just create a policy and stick to it. That's mm-hmm. it. All right. That is a wrap on a week of shows on Daily Faceoff Live. A big shout out to Batano, Wendy's, and DoorDash, our producer, Gavin Turnick, Pat Puff on the graphics, and yes, everyone who chipped in over on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. Hit that subscribe button before you close the window today and have a great weekend, hockey fans. We'll chat again on Monday. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Faceoff Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.